Hey, hey, Annika here. I just realized that I open and I say, hey, hey. And um, you may be thinking that I am trying to be cool and like say, hey, hey, yo, hey, hey. But I actually say, hey, in my mother tongue. Hey means hello or in French, salut. So I'm saying hello, hello, but in Swedish. So now you know that. Today we're talking about uh, which is better, being an introvert or an extrovert. And um, maybe more the introverts. But before we dive in, I just wanted to share with you that I just got off a, a recorded Zoom interview for a web summit starting June 15th, so in four days. Um, it's called Unleash Your Confidence with more than 20 experts and speakers on the topic of confidence. And I'm very happy to be contributing to that. You'll get to hear the interview in a week um, here on the podcast. And if you want to check out the event page, you can go to discoveryourconfidence.ca for Canada. Uh, and it's all hosted by the lovely Jesse Jemias. So discoveryourconfidence.ca. Now, introverts and extroverts, which one are you? Which is better to be? I think if you look at society and what is portrayed as a stronger, more successful type of personality, it's probably the extrovert that can speak up, lead, entertain. Um, yeah, the stronger, more outgoing one. But um, who says that that's the best thing? Um, let's look at, for example, networking. Uh, for from the perspective of an introvert or an extrovert. Some are going to love it and some are not going to love it. Let me share about my very first networking experience um, some years ago when I started my business. So this is in the context of introvert and extrovert. So it started at home. I asked my mentor, Chris Robinson, who's been with me now for five years. He basically built my business. <laughs> Uh, best business mentor in the world. Uh, so I was at home, I was certified, ready, to bring me my clients. And uh, I mean, they were, they, there were no clients. So I asked, what, what's, what's the best way to start getting clients? And uh, Chris said, well, first of all, you got to get out the house. Nobody's going to come knock on your door. You have to network, start adding value to people. Oh, you know, I used to lie to not have to be around people because I always felt less than everyone else. I felt ugly. I felt uneducated. I felt that people could see that I come from a poor family. So j just super uncomfortable and uh, a lot of not so encouraging thoughts. So anyway, I mean, I very much look up to Chris and I want him to... Um, yeah, I want him to feel like, yeah, good. Well done, Annika. So very afraid. I did what he said. And my first networking experience lasted two and a half minutes. <laughs> I walked into the entrance. I went and got my name tag at the registration desk, you know, where you get like your name on a tag and you put it around your neck. Then I stood in the doorway to the networking room. I saw all the people. I took a deep... <gasps> oh my gosh, get me out of here, kind of breath. Um, I walked quickly to the ladies' room, turned around and walked out and left the venue. Two and a half minutes. So like Chris said, get out the house and network, check. <laughs> a 
I was not comfortable. Today, uh, four, four and a half years later, if I walk into a large room of someone else's event and, and I don't know a single person, I will still not be the one who just sort of crashes into a group and is like, hey, how are you? I'm Annika, nice to meet you. No, I, I would probably stand in a corner with my phone uh, trying to look super busy uh, doing something super interesting on my screen and listen to this. I have developed a ninja strategy. So I call my kids and when I hear their voice, it automatically shifts my mindset because I mean a child's voice on the phone is just sweet so I I just say hi it's mom I just wanted to let you know I've, I've arrived at the event so I'm here now what are you doing and then they tell me what they're doing or that they're having an apple and that they're watching tv so and and then it's like everything is just okay I feel comfortable I smile I relax so I intentionally shift my whole state of mind and it's been, so far, 100% successful every single time. Try it. It's my gift for you. Uh, but then again, if, if, if I know the people there, it's very different. It's a whole different thing. Then, uh, yeah, it's a whole different thing. So I always thought that it's an advantage to be an extrovert. Like I said in the beginning, I mean, our society and our culture sends that message that an extrovert is stronger, uh, better, more likable, more powerful, just, yeah, people like you more. Um, or maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one who thinks this. I don't think so. Um, I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, so, I love action. I love to entertain. I love to talk, to lead. So, of course, I, I've been thinking my whole life, I'm an extrovert. And people told me that I'm an extrovert. Uh, I even heard, ah, oh, it's easy for you because you're an extrovert. And at the same time, listen, I think, I think this is, now it gets interesting. At the same time, I always felt that there is something wrong with me. Not like possibly, but there, there is something wrong with me. Because I never really liked certain things that like a normal person would like and I'm talking about nice things like girls nights out uh, dinners out group things uh, and in the in the beginning I thought it was about the fact that I just I for so many years just felt that I'm ugly and it's uncomfortable to be with people because they're going to see how ugly I am and this is about what you believe is your truth so um Whatever, whatever stupid thoughts you have about yourself, you believe them, right? Um, but uh, at the same time, I knew that it wasn't about that. I knew it's something else. I just couldn't understand what. Um, so my conclusion was, clearly, something is wrong with me. And it's just like that. Um, so I'll, I'll give you a concrete example. Twice a year, I go to Orlando, Florida for a very large conference and professional training Thousands of people meet up and over the years, I've made some really, really good friends. Like, you know, some of the best people in my life, I meet them there. And I'm just sincerely and profoundly happy to meet with them. And basically everyone who goes there feels the same way. But then comes the different, the different part is that 
so many of them book like dinners together, evenings out, excursions and things and so many nice things. And I almost always like at the end of the day, I rush off to my hotel room or I go to the gym and then I rush to my hotel room. And um, it has happened that I have had dinner with a group. But then when I get back to my hotel room, I feel like I need an, an IV to recover because <laughs> I am so exhausted, drained. Even if I really like these people, like really like them, it just, oh, it drains me. And so anyone listening to this who knows what I'm talking about, it, you start thinking that there must be something wrong with me. Why don't I just love hanging out with people? Um, and I'd be so curious to hear your thoughts right now because I've discovered through my work as a coach uh, having very personal conversations with a a lot of strong successful outgoing people um, that so many share this feeling of needing time alone to recharge I know it's not everyone I mean I know that some people genuinely feel that they're uh, reloading energy grounding themselves and just filling up with energy by being with people. But it's it's, so it's very different to walk around thinking that something is wrong with you um, to knowing that you're just an introvert who, re, who, who need to recharge your batteries in solitude. So, like I said, so many of my clients who may seem super outgoing, super extroverty, uh, I don't know if that's a word, but you get what I mean. Um, they actually have that same thing I'm talking about. They need to be um, recovering for themselves in solitude. Um, and I, this is something I, I thought something is wrong with me until last year in August. Uh, after I had delivered one of my absolute biggest speaking performances ever in my life. There was a moment I sat down um, with one of the teaching partners of the John Maxwell team. Her name is Antoinette Griffin, and she's definitely an introvert. Um, like, I I am not sure I would really had a conversation with her before that event. I mean, I saw her every time. I I appreciate her. Uh, yes, I've I've heard her speak because she leads uh, an evening where we train people in how to lead a mastermind and she's one of the speakers on the stage leading that evening and I'm one of the master facilitators so I've I've collaborated with her and she's she's great but just never talked to her in person so we had a conversation that was one of the most uh, deep and inspiring and uh, interesting conversations I've had um, but so anyone who, who does not know her really well, who just sees her would say definitely an introvert, sweet, quiet, not loud in a group, but when she speaks just wonderful things, wisdom, love, and intelligence comes out of her. Um, you can check her. She has a YouTube channel, just type her name, Antoinette Griffin. And she talks about, uh, confidence for the introvert. So I've, I, I've just, I was amazed when I listened to that, but it was in that conversation, um, that I understood, oh, okay, there's not something wrong with me. I'm just an introvert 
who thought for her whole life and was told for most of my life that I'm an extrovert. So the shift for me was mind-blowing. Uh, all of a sudden, going to my hotel room to recover, to rest, to recharge my batteries felt like, oh, yes, nice time. This is right. And before, I just felt like stressed because shouldn't I be maximizing my time and just hang out with people and connect and build relationships. So anyone listening, if you have had that same thought carrying around thinking, maybe something is wrong with me. I hope you um, explore the concept of maybe there's a little introvert inside of you who needs to recharge your batteries in solitude. So in conclusion, what is better, being an introvert or being an extrovert? As you may guess now, if you ask me, the best thing is when you are comfortable with yourself, uh, disregardless of what anyone else says. But in order for that to happen, you need to know um, what is best for you. I think Marilyn Monroe best describes what I feel, the way I feel it. And she said, I restore myself when I'm alone. It's, I mean, short and sweet and so true for me. And if it's true for you, I I hope that you never again, if you until now thought that something is wrong with you. And like I shared in uh, episode 11, Aristotle says, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. So I was walking around thinking something is wrong with me. And now I'm so wise. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, let me end with... Um, a quote that is about it's by someone called uh, Anne Lamott she's a writer and this one for me is Antoinette Griffin and I hope she hears this because my goodness thank you now for helping me to rest and recover and be okay with wanting to be alone so Annette this one is Antoinette this one is for you lighthouses don't go running all over an island looking for boats to save they just stand there shining, like Antoinette. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.